Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Whipped Cream Podcast. I am the founder of Whip, Women Inspiring Passion and Purpose. On this podcast, we bring on a different female entrepreneur every week, so I can basically steal all of their secrets to success. Today I have on Maria Kumar of Hate Copy, Desi pop artist whose Instagram account is the meeting place for South Asian peeps looking to relate to her comical and political artwork. Maria's work has become widely popular, and today I will be picking her brain about her work and what it's like to be a creative entrepreneur. Maria, welcome. Hello, What's going on? Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I have a million questions to ask you. Literally, I think you're so interesting and hilarious. Maria did our um, panel back in July in Toronto where we had six female entrepreneurs speak about <clears throat> how they started their career, how to elevate your career, branding, all of that stuff, and what it's really like to be in the industry. So uh, what did you think of the event? It was packed. It's crazy, right? So many people. Yeah. A lot. There are a lot of people. Yeah. The food was good. It was like it was 500 people. The gift bags were dope. Were they? Yeah. I have like so many bath bombs. <laughs> you Shout have oil? Lush. Oh my God. <laughs> the lemon. Is it weird that I put that lemon cuticle stuff like all over my body? No. Because I don't, I don't think know. That's weird. I'm not a cuticle expert. I don't even know what those are. I don't even know what cuticle butter is supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I do. put it on my elbows. I'm like, fuck it. This is very <laughs> highly just moisturizing. Eating it. <laughs> you know, why, why, may, why waste all that moisture on one part of your nail? <laughs> When you can have it on multiple parts of your body that need it. Have you spoken on panels before? I didn't even ask you that. A few panels. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's always nerve wracking. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, because I'm not a I'm not a like. I was I did like public speaking in the sixth grade and I got like a like a. I thought you were gonna say in the sixties. I was like, all right. <laughs> in the sixties, I'm actually ninety four years old. Um. No, I did. Uh, I got a certificate for public speaking in the sixth grade, and then afterwards, I just did not speak out in public at all. It's like I'm done with this life ever again. Moving on to my second career, right? Um, but public speaking as an adult, <clears throat> as a female adult, yeah, nowadays is it is terrible. It's like the most nerve wracking thing ever because you feel like I already, you know, you're already so pressure to be a certain way look a certain way Mm -hmm. you know and then you're in the spotlight in front of like well how many people are like 300 people 450 that's a lot of peeps yeah and like everybody looks at you like okay this flyer promoted this person as such a big deal yes now you have to exude that confidence and inspire other people but you yourself in your mind you're like oh shit i have like 20 emails i haven't answered like i haven't showered in three days (laughs) fuck my life (laughs) I should be sitting in that audience. Like, I, don't, I don't want to look. I don't want to do anything. So, well, you did a really good job because I know that you. You know, this is the feedback that I got. Mm-hmm. You were really powerful and strong. You were super quiet, but when you did speak, what you had to say was really. Um, I think just a lot of people related to it, and yeah. different people too. People that I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, all the artists are going to relate to you because they get it. You know. Right. But then I just had other people that I don't even remember who, but I remember a lot of people, a lot of people brought you up. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I normally hide behind the canvas or I do things like behind the scenes. I don't right. really like, uh, I'm not really that trained in being in front of people or being in front of the camera, but I always end up there. I don't know why. I think it's, I think part of it is being a female. Why do you say that? Because that's just how the media works. If I was a male artist, I would not be doing as many, you know, like as much FaceTime with with 
customers or consumers or, or people gotcha then i then i would be as a female which is crazy because you once they discover that you're a chick they go and you're and you're young and you're a young woman they go oh my god now you're gonna i'm gonna put you on this pedestal i'm gonna put some you know makeup on you i'm gonna put you in this campaign i'm gonna put this dress on you and you're gonna inspire all these other young girls that look just like you or act just like you and you're gonna be like a spokesperson right without even you know considering that whether or not this person has done this before this person has any experience they'll just mold you into it so like i never i never like i used to work in advertising interesting in meeting rooms and boardrooms right like i didn't actually was the face of any campaign i i chose the people that would be the face of the campaign so now being on the other side of it i don't mind because like i think it's all really funny to me (laughs) Um, but i think if i was you know if i was like a little bit I guess if I wasn't me, I would be be very like. What do you think makes you um, not take yourself so seriously? Like you, you're. It it seems to me like you're very. um, I'm the same way, so I can. (laughs) I'm just like every. Who gives a shit, right? Mm. But like, what do you think makes you like? You you know, the artwork that you do is the content is serious, but you make it into a joke. Why do you think that is? I think it's because. Well, one, it's because it's just the nature of how I was raised. Like, I think my family is just consist. It consists of people that constantly chirp each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very like, what's the dynamic? How many siblings? I have one brother, mm-hmm. uh, mom and dad. It's a pretty standard family, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but it's, it's weird. Cause you know, we, uh, I guess we crack a lot of jokes, but I think for me, the reason why I am the way I am, because I self-diagnose a lot on the internet you know i'm like okay well why did i think that way why did i dream this like why am i like this you know when you like webmd everything that you think is wrong i fucking you, webmd everything and then you end up with cancer every single every time. single fucking time um <laughs> i do that but like for my like mental health because i'm i'm like really like i like to be on top of my 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 shit so basically what does that mean like i like i like to kind of if i'm experiencing some sort of emotion i know the worst thing you can do is just bottle it up yeah so there's always there has to be some kind of outlet and obviously especially because i call myself an artist i I, that's the only way i know how to release what i'm thinking or you know just to understand it just to understand it and even sometimes when i make things it's like i'll i'll figure out why i did that months after i make it interesting i make it because i think it's funny at the moment or i think it's relevant or whatever it is that i'm feeling but i wouldn't know the complete meaning of it until like afterwards like okay that's why i did that because this happened but I think it's uh yeah i think it's because i was told not to do a lot of things mm-hmm. and to behave a certain way and not dress a certain way or talk a certain way or stop swearing so much stop wearing the skirt stop talking to boys stop doing this don't you can't play with this person you can't everything's no you can't date you know this race or you can't fall in love with this religion or whatever and everything was just no and at some point you're like okay all i have to do to please you now is to just stand here <laughs> and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, why aren't you going out and playing with other kids? Right. right so it's, right, right, then totally. it's like, okay, well, nothing. So uh, everything is invalid and anything is possible. And now I can just say fuck off to everybody and do whatever I want. So yeah. It just yeah. reminds you of like my family. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, you go over and it's like, oh my God, you've gained so much weight. And then the next time you see them, you're like, you you know, you can't even walk because you've gotten so skinny. Oh my God, don't you eat? It's like never good enough. It's never, yeah. Do you know? And it's like, it, it could be something as simple as that, but it's like in every, every fucking aspect yeah. of your life. So at, at some point I got so much of it 
that I just started laughing at it. I was like, are you serious though? You're like, you just said the complete opposite to me the other day and now you're, okay, cool. So I'm just going to draw this out now. <laughs> Do you I, talk to your parents about that now? Like openly or is it? It's There's always like a, there's always a tension, right? When you grow up with family, it's not, it's not easy to change the person that used to change your diapers, right? Like it's, oh, yeah. it's very hard to convince a person who's always going to look at you like you're a baby that maybe they were wrong about something because every parent likes to think that they're right i mean if you have parents that actually listen and adapt to you as an adult instead of just constantly treating you as a kid yeah um then you're lucky because it's it's very hard to have that in a in certain cultures right yeah because there's like in our culture respect for your elders is like the first and foremost thing like you cannot like nobody no brown person will ever refer to their parents as like by their first name or like that's just that's just not yeah it's just not, not gonna happen yeah even if it's like your stepdad or whatever like you, yeah you have to say the formalities like you have to be formal if it's another you know person that's not related you say auntie uncle you know you, you're you're a good host you're you know like it's just very like family oriented culture it's very very like everybody has to be very close very polite but that also means that it's very difficult to talk about things that aren't so formal like suppose you're you know going through depression it's very hard to bring that up with somebody that you're just supposed to be formal because it's a very personal thing right so these things you kind of end up either talking to your friends about it or kind of just bottling it up and figuring it out on your own because it's not it's not a polite thing to talk about right yeah especially makes them uncomfortable as a, especially as a woman right so in our culture it's there's certain things that are not like polite to do right you can't you know watch porn it just all comes anything. back to being respectful it yeah it Quote you unquote, have to right? be respectful and you have to look like a respectful person act like a respectful person and yeah it's weird it's a, it's a long long chain of stuff molding right a person into what the ideal is right so where did okay so we'll jump back to that but where did you how did you get your start doing what you're doing now on your artwork well the the hate copy stuff was like last year Mm -hmm. Um, oh really that recent yeah i got laid off i got laid off of my advertising job Mm -hmm. that i got so i could make my parents feel like i'm actually doing something did you like like your job I loved it. I thought it was like fun because I didn't take it too seriously. Um, but yeah, basically I, I got this advertising job because uh, I just wanted to prove to my parents that I could do like a stable corporate thing and I could be a responsible adult. Like I thought being at a desk and, you know, doing like having these like marketing clients and going to pitches and, <laughs> Don it all sounds very shit. important it sounds important it sounds like something that my parents could maybe brag to somebody else about and i just realized i was doing it for them and not me mm-hmm. and it, even though i enjoyed it a lot i knew that this was a very very temporary or like a very like passive decision that i had made but like it never actually clicked in my head that i was going to be doing this for the rest of my life absolutely like never i was like okay i'm doing advertising now let's see how long this lasts and maybe my second career will be like I was already planning to go into something else because art like I wanted to be an artist forever forever 
Wow. Like that was the only that was the only thing. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an artist. Teens, I wanted to be an artist. When I was in college, I was like, why am I in advertising? I want to do art. I want to be an art director. I want to do something that's related to creativity, hands-on, this and that. I wanted to do that, but I wasn't allowed because it's not it's not stable. You know, you can't find somebody to marry if you go. And what what are we going to tell our neighbors? What are we going to tell? people our daughter like what does artists even mean how do you get money from that what are you going to draw you're just going to draw all day you know so there wasn't like a level of respect that was associated with art um at all in that community with the community that i grew up in so i was like well fuck there's i can't even convince like in order to convince my parents i have to convince an entire culture you know like an, an entire group of people to go that this is a viable option and when I was, you know, applying to colleges and things like that, I didn't have anybody that I could point to and go, this person is doing it and they're brown and look at like, look at how far they've come and this and that. And it was just, I mean, art is such a big, vague, like it, it, thing, it, right? right? Like yeah. if you're not a fine artist, like can't oil on canvas or whatever, painting, there's like so many other things that you could do like i wanted to be uh an animator no i wanted to be an artist one and then animator was like the corporate version of that that in my mind that okay if i did animation then i could you know also be drawing every day and actually like make a living off of this and this and that um and then it was illustrator art director and then it kind of fizzled out to just copywriting i was like okay i'll do copywriting like at least I get to work with an art director. Like that's the closest to art that I can get. I'm gonna take that chance. My parents are cool with it. All right, cool. I'm gonna do this thing. So I basically wrote ads for like four years. Really? Like I wrote commercials. I wrote jingles. I wrote jingles for a coffee shop. That was like the lowest moment of my life. But also peak <laughs> because that's like on air. Like they can reuse that ad whenever they want. Like if you're listening to the radio and like a commercial comes on with like a of like a quartet. Like a barbershop quartet yeah. promoting coffee. You'll know that's my ad. I wrote that ad. That's so funny. I wrote a lot of radio spots that are just like so random my God, shit. Just random, random shit. How did you come up with the name? Hate coffee. Hate coffee? Yeah. Oh, because I used to be a copywriter. I figured. That's why I asked. <laughs> and I did not want to be that anymore <laughs> at all. It's a good name. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> Do you regret it now? No, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, right? Because once, because I, like, I'm, I basically started off posting my doodles on Instagram. Yeah. And it started, you know, gaining a little bit of attention. And I was like, oh, this is so funny. Other people find my work funny. This is when you were working at this company or? Uh, This was when I just got laid off. Okay, got it. It was three weeks after I got laid off. I started drawing these things because I was like, I don't want to go on LinkedIn today. So I'm just going to start drawing and do what i actually want to do yeah because i saved up a lot of money like i'm really good with my money yeah so i saved up a bunch of money um enough that i could just live on my own uh in toronto for like a year before i have to like start asking bank of mommy and daddy right yeah um and i was like okay i got i have a year if i like you know just hang out and figure out what i want to do and uh three weeks in i was like okay i'm just gonna start drawing and i'll keep applying to places but I'm going to draw because I just want to do that now. Like, I just didn't get that time to do that between college and, like, all this other shit. I was, like, just copywriting, copywriting constantly. It's like, I don't actually get to do what I want to do unless I'm, like, in meetings and I have, I'm bored. Or, like, mm-hmm. if I have five minutes in my lunch hour that I could, like, just draw something. Like, I just want to draw something. And so I started drawing it. I posted it. You know, 
obviously you know started getting attention but as it got more attention it got to a point where somebody people would repost my work and i think it's like hilarious um and they go oh this is a hate copy piece oh love and hate copy and like oh you know i love hate copies drawings and things like that i was like oh shit who was the biggest person that noticed it um right from the beginning the biggest person yeah that like noticed was there it? like anybody like uh i would say that you were like holy shit what the fuck i wasn't like holy shit what the fuck because it was like it was it was guys that i know and guys that i love and respect so yeah it was just rain and it was humble the poet oh cool yeah i love those guys yeah. they're hilarious well fucking just rain hilarious. is just fucking i can't keep a straight face like yeah He's just the funniest guy ever. So when when he liked it, I was like, okay, like that's, I guess I'm like actually really funny. Like I got really gassed. (laughs) He he thinks I'm funny. I must be really funny. And then Humble liked it. I was like, oh, cool. Like this is amazing. This is great. Okay, cool. I got like two cool guys that like my work. All right, I'm going to keep doing this shit. So, and then like, you know, little by little, I just kind of got more and more people that are, that I met. Like I met Bubble through this entire thing. Like when we were just starting out, like last year I met her. And I was like, oh, this is like a brown girl that's also like an artist. That's so cool. I should reach out to her. So she was like, I love your work. I'm like, I love your work. Let's do something together. So I made a lot of friends through um, through this journey as well mm-hmm. that are like-minded. Yeah. Like Babu is like the funniest person I know. I tell people that all the time. Like you wouldn't like her, you know, you wouldn't know because we don't really like we don't do podcasts and things like that. Like, yeah. And we don't really broadcast this like in conversation, but she's actually the funniest person I know. Really? Yeah. You're pretty fucking funny too. Yeah, she's funnier than me, <laughs> I would say. Um. So, what are you working on now? Oh my god, so much stuff. So much stuff. There's so much stuff. I want to like work on getting a ticket to Japan and just living there for a bit. Really? Uh, right now I'm working on a book. Amazing. Uh, called Trust No Auntie. That's so good. <laughs> Can you explain that for anybody who doesn't understand what that means? Aunties are like <laughs> the ladies that. I'll give you an example. Okay, aunties are, are okay. Aunties are women that like any any old lady, like old lady that's older than you, like is probably married, um, is you know like a, like a housewife. So it doesn't have to be like somebody in your family. It could be like any lady, any old lady on the street you know your coworker, whatever you know um i was at a, a dinner like a family dinner it was like a potluck or something and you know i it was it's the winter time so you know you're getting that bulking up so basically i went in <laughs> there was tiramisu and i was like all right i'm gonna have some of this tiramisu real quick and as i'm reaching for this tiramisu this auntie next to me goes oh getting a little fat in the arms no and i was like what What?" oh this is like my life legitimately and she's like you're getting your arms are getting a little fat you sure you want that and i turned around i was like are you fucking kidding me right now did that fuck you up growing up i was looking really forward to that tiramisu did you eat it oh i ate it yeah yeah, i ate it i i put it down when she was talking to me and i was like i look at her in the face i was like god i can't do this right now i walked away and i came back got that tiramisu Oh, so you walked away and then you went back. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to just gonna go. Can't do this right now. And then I guess, like, they were all laughing because they were like, oh, she got offended. Oh, she's going to go on a diet now. Da, da, da. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go on a diet. I was just getting some water. <laughs> now that I've embarrassed myself 
fully i'm gonna go for this tiramisu can't do it can't deal with it i dealt with that so much growing up i don't know how i i'm a very it fucked me person. up it fucked me up for sure really with the food stuff yeah for sure oh my god it's like you're eating too much you're not eating enough it's like which one is it you're never fucking happy yeah you know? oh man i'm a very sensitive person so i will start crying did you cry no afterward i, didn't cry. I well no i didn't cry I, I don't think so i can't remember i cry over everything now like i'm as i'm getting older i just realize i just i cry over everything so why did you call why did you call this the name of your book like why did you choose that name uh because all the advice that i've ever gotten from women that are older than me has been like not like not like women that obviously like women that i look up to and things like that but like just like unsolicited advice yes. from like family members or like older women that aren't even part of my family that are just fucking there yeah um has been so much bullshit hmm. it's been just like a lot of it's it's been a lot of like molding me to an ideal that that their ideal and not actually getting to know me as a person so i just become a uh, another girl that they can give advice to mm-hmm. um of what they would have done if they were my age or whatever you know not actually understanding what i do or what or getting to know me as a person as a human just going oh you're a girl hey i could tell you this thing uh why don't you lose like 10 pounds real quick and uh grow out your hair because short hair is not cute and uh uh wear more wear more colors like things like that you know so it's like what the, who the did they do that to your brother nah never they would be like oh you're going into sciences oh yo, yeah that's great that's great that's great good for you that's it done that's it that's it the only thing that they would say to him is like okay we got to find you a nice girl and it's like the man's gonna be a doctor the man's gonna be a doctor like he is going to be one he, like in like literally like he's doing his residency right now gotcha. so like he's got like what two three weeks left the man's gonna be a doctor like the why is that the first thing that you say to either of these young people is we got to find you somebody else so they could take care of you, you know? And it's, it's like highly, ins- it's highly insulting. Like, yeah, it's just weird. You know, everybody says, oh, like, you know, you got to learn how to cook and clean so you can, you know, so for when you get married and things like that. I'm like, no, you got to learn to cook and clean so you can survive. That's just, that's just basic human shit that you yeah, need to Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird how it's so ingrained. Why do you think that you... Okay, do you... Ha- okay, so how do I ask this? Do you notice a difference between, like, let's say other female cousins that are more following that route of what older people told them and then yourself? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't... I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm not following anything. Like, I feel like mm. I'm just doing... My whole beef with that is stop pushing your ideals onto other women it, it's just it doesn't make any sense if if you are not asked for advice don't give it and if the advice has to do something that that always has to end with marriage or the or the goal for this entire advice session is that it's going to help you get married or help you find a partner don't give it, it it's like the complete it's like the, it should be the last thing on your list to find right. a partner like if that's something that you truly want like i truly want that like I tr- I actually genuinely want to get married and want to have kids like I want to do that whole shebang because I just I, I'm like that I want that now <laughs> like I'm, I don't want to move on to that phase of my life but, but there's nothing wrong want with wanting that but it exactly. shouldn't be the focal point of every single exactly criticism conversation whatever right exactly like I would like for people to ask me what I do for a living or you know just have conversations about literally anything else like food or like 
shopping or like brands or celebrities or anything politics like whatever like talk to me about literally anything talk to me about my views on something aside from you know you telling me your views on how i look or how i act or without even knowing me Mm -hmm. i think a lot of young brown girls go through this like training or this like molding session that's like preparing them to be the ideal girl for marriage it's the weirdest thing it's like if you see like an indian soap opera right you'll see that all the girls in that they all look the same they all dress the same they all act they're all innocent you know there's two types of girls that are portrayed there they're innocent playful quirky cute skinny fair you know like they got long black hair you know it's like they're not offensive they don't swear you know they're they're very like like you know house cat kind of girls and then there's the girl that's evil that like has short hair and so wears you lo- wears a lot of like <laughs> mascara and like wears black all this yeah if i was at an indian soap opera i would be that evil bitch i would be that bitch and then th- that girl is normally responsible for putting the black magic on other people like going into the household and like ruining marriages and like breaking up families and things like that so like th- there's all there that's it those two narratives that are portrayed that you could either be that girl you could be like the cool auntie you could be the evil auntie and i'm saying fuck both of those like trust <laughs> trust neither of those yeah 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 you can just do whatever the fuck you want there's a lot of limitations that are put on us as women overall and then to be a woman of color fuck that's yeah. like a whole nother thing so yeah. It's hard. Like, just to be a woman on uh, basic, like, uh, on its own is hard. And then everything else that comes with being a woman of color is totally different. It just adds so many more layers. It adds a lot. And then your family adds all this pressure. And then, like, it's so many different things. And then you feel like you're just trapped. You're like, can I I live? Can I do something? (laughs) Can I go to the washroom? Can I do that? May I use the bathroom, please? Like, you know, like, you just have to ask for the most basic shit. Like, I remember I used to have to ask my parents if I could go to Tim Hortons and get a coffee. Like... I'd like ask my family that. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I could literally just go out. I'm an adult. I can go outside and go get a coffee. Like, I don't have to explain to you why I'm stepping outside the house or why I'm wearing this and not that or why, you know, this man that I'm talking to is not a romantic interest. It is literally somebody that I work with or I go to school with, you know? So it's like all these things are done to protect, protect us or I don't know what it is. I don't know why, why they do it. I honestly don't understand why. Is it to protect us or is it to keep us like away from trouble or what is it? Like, I think why? that's part of it for sure. It's like, why do you think we're so fragile and can't take care of ourselves that you need to, you know? But that's a whole bigger issue of like our, the boys and how the boys are raised. So Yeah. Yeah. Do you think all of that kind of prepare, propels you to uh, push to be so successful in your career? Or is it kind of you don't even notice that you're doing it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think. Yeah. I don't notice what's happening (laughs) like you just want to be successful and do your art and that's it i don't know if there's like because it's so subjective like it's just art is just one of those things where it's like i don't know if i could ever really be successful in something that i don't think i'm that good at yet like i'm always constantly improving yeah so i don't like i look at the first sketch that i did of this entire series and like i I was like, fuck, look at, look at what, look at what I'm drawing now or what I'm painting now versus what I did like a year ago. So I'm constantly improving. I don't think I'm 
successful but I, I do think that it's like now I, I feel like there's somebody that if I was you know 12 or 13 now I could point to somebody like me going this person looks like me you know they come from like a brown household look at it like look at they were on the you know they were on this like you know panel or this magazine and look at all these interviews and look at all these things like they have like something to point to to their parents and go being an artist is a thing and you know like I'm doing just fine like I'm doing I think I would say that I'm doing better now than I did when I when I had a corporate gig well because you're doing what you actually want to do so that that's going to translate I think well yeah and and because we are just so I I think it's because we're so like in tune with like all the social media and we kind of know how to navigate that space that if you were to start up something kind of know how to how to go about it because we're so used to seeing like we're, we're so used to being sold to that if we were to sell something or if we were to do something we would know immediately how to do it because right. we see examples of it everywhere right also because i went to school for that for like two years and i worked in the field for four or five years so like i know how to i was gonna ask you about that so yeah. how did you how do you I find it really difficult to do. Like, I also don't love doing it. Mm-hmm. But like branding yourself on social media and being mm-hmm. able to like grow it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Some people are really, really good at And mm-hmm. then others like me, I'm just like, oh, God, it's so much work. You know what you got to do? You just got to pretend that you're a Kardashian. <laughs> that's Seriously. it. That's it. Like, I don't make anything up. Like anything. That's, I think that's like the first piece of advice. I actually got it from just me, like just Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know, like all these people, like, you know, I have like, I have like... 5,000 people following or some stupid number I was like you know I have all these people following me like what do I you know what do I do like will they make fun of me like will they talk like what do I have to do do I have to create like a narrative he's like I'm like what do you do and he's like I'm honest he's like anything they have to say about me I like like I've already heard you know he's like did you did you get bullied I was like I got bullied a lot in school he's like okay so everything that's like pretty much bad has already been said to you you already know the worst that people can say to you and there's a, a lot of the times when somebody says something mean to you, it's like actually a line from girls where it's like anything bad that you have to say about me, I've already said to myself. Right. So there's nothing new. Yeah, if I, totally. if you have Probably any, worse. You know, <laughs> and if there's any new information that you have on me, please share because I don't think it's going to be that surprising, which is like, a, it sounds sad, but it's not really because like you already know everything about you. You know yourself better than anybody else. So the best thing that you can do if you have that kind of thing where you're making a brand making yourself into a brand is just to be transparent right and just be, be like be your own person i think that exactly way, what you're saying is totally it too yeah and then that way you what what else can what can they do to hurt you really right you know the worst thing that anybody can do is like for me is 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 steal my work which is what i'm dealing with right now interesting yeah. thank you for bringing that up i've had to deal with that too so what's the deal you don't have to tell me what's happening but yeah. how are you dealing with that i'm just basically doing what i've been doing like there's a there's people that obviously there's people that are inspired and then there's people that just take the work and take the work and run with it and pretend it was their idea there was a girl in uh there was like a girl in dubai that like was painting on um on shoes or whatever and she took a piece that i made is you could go on the instagram you scroll back and see it's it's a girl that was crying and she said i wanted ryan not ranjeev Mm mm-hmm and she took that girl and painted it on these shoes and she was using that as a piece for her exhibit like upcoming exhibit 
and somebody sent this to me i don't know who it was i think it was like one of the people that followed me they, they dm'd it and they're like oh this girl's like i think this is your piece and i'm like oh my god thank you so much for telling me and she literally just like didn't tag me nothing and she was and the caption was what what do you guys want the cat like speech bubble to say and she literally pretended like this was her own thing and that she created this concept and she created this idea and this was her own thing and she's going to be featuring it for the first time ever in the history oh of the world. Oh my God. And it was so cringeworthy. I was like, girl, what are you doing? And so That's I emailed real her. real douchebag shit. Well, I caught like, so I was dating somebody at the time and he went on her page and he was like, oh, how original or something like something like that. And I was like, okay, like, don't, don't be mean, right? So I yeah. sent her an email. I'm like, listen, if you're going to do this, at least send me a pair, right? So I was like joking around. I'm like, at least send me a pair of these shoes, right? But just know that, it, that it's my work. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I, I Googled pop art and, and it came up and, you know, I'm like, well, even if you did Google it, why would you just take it? You have to put your own spin on it. Did you say it. that? Yeah. Okay. I was good. like, you have, to, you have to put your own spin on it. Like, obviously everything is a remix. That's the whole concept of pop art, right? Mm-hmm. The whole point of pop art is that you take something that exists and then you turn it into what is politically or socially relevant of the time to make it and, and make it like different. You have to change it somehow. And so she's like i'm so sorry she took it down you know she's oh, like, she oh, did oh. yeah she took it down she's like cool. i'll send you i'll send you the pair of shoes like i don't even want to you know to feel bad i'm like nah, you can't. <laughs> i'm like i actually don't want them they're, they're not they're not good they're ugly so but now it's when those were a thing yeah oh my brother still wears them but he's like you know he's a he's a doctor so he he can he can dress like shit if he wants it doesn't matter um but yeah, now now I'm dealing with something that's bigger. That's like a person that's literally taken the concept of um, Lichtenstein watching soap operas and these dramatic brown women has actually taken that concept and has decided to run with it full force. All the shit that I've been doing, uh, just pretending that it was their idea and their concept and they're now making their own versions of it. And it's infuriating oh i feel infuriated for you because it's like not only was i not tagged any of them not mentioned at any of them not like it's it's and this person's making merchandise and doing all this person was following me on all social media was visiting my page every single day and so i you know it's i'm pretty sure like people know who i'm talking about this person has like thousands of followers now just based on the concept that they have now stolen like it's nice to be inspired but there's another thing to just take an entire person's body of work like my entire life since the time i got laid off like you imagine how much i have to go through to to make this happen right now like i had to literally be one laid off i had to fight with my family ever since i was born to become an artist right to, to just have the right to call myself an artist or be comfortable in my own skin as an artist um i had to be depressed because obviously when you don't fulfill your family's needs in a culture like ours it's a huge pressure on you it's a huge burden on you and you feel like you're a failure oh my brother's gonna be a doctor my parents are chemists what am i doing with my life i want to be an artist is there something wrong with me all these things that all these internal things and 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 social stigmas that i had to fight to get my first exhibit at a, a like 
And then not only all of that, yeah. putting yourself out there on it in, it, on it, in itself is hard to do. Exactly. The criticism that I received every single day, I had to be turned down from, from people. I had to like hear all this stupid shit about, about my work that I put, you know, so much work into like, and all these milestones that I have achieved. Like my first exhibit was at a bar where there was like a DJ and there's like people elbowing my paintings and like not caring about the work, which is there because it was a scene party. So like going from that to going to a rally to doing like shame shame and traveling to london and doing love shove and like all these exhibits that are like really big notches in my belt to going to like the cover of l or like going to mindy and having my first vogue thing like all these milestones that this person has just now picked up and gone mine now bye bye it's mine now i'm just gonna take this whole concept and run with it as if this was my life and it's funny because people online don't know any better. Right. A lot, a lot, like, you know, the people that haven't seen my work, obviously, I'm not, like, that, I'm not popular that much, you know? So, like, people that haven't seen my work will automatically go, oh, that's really cool. Like, you came up with that. That's cool. So now it's, like, it's weird. It's, like, a identity thief slash just insulting, just straight up So what insulting. are you going to do about it? Uh, what can you do? I don't know. I mean, there, that whole conversation goes up to like do i speak with lawyers or do i kind of just continue like right now i'm just gonna continue to just do what i'm doing because if a person can live with themselves knowing that they're taking somebody else's like life and cheaply imitating it so that they could get attention as well then they can live with themselves like that but even the profit of it right I mean, I I never did this for money. Like I told yeah. you, I, I saved up from my advertising job, like whatever, 40000 that I was making a year as a junior to support myself. Like I can live on a budget of literally like the bare minimum. I like, I enjoy that. <laughs> That's a challenge for me. But I don't think money was like a thing for me. I think it was more like the integrity and the respect. Of course. Of course. It's, it's like, like, it's basically like giving other girls like the one that's stealing my work you know somebody to look up to and go i can also be an artist which is what this person did but they did it in such a wrong way that i can't even help them like i can't even feel bad for this person yeah normally i would and normally if somebody did something that was like inspired by my work i would retweet it i would like repost it i'd be like oh my god it's so cool like this person's like inspired by me look how cool their version is but to just take the entire body of work and go I'm just going to tweak this here, tweak this here, change the speech bubble, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to pretend this is mine now. That's insulting. That's just straight up cheap. I'm like cringing. It's cringeworthy. It's bad. So I, to the point where I was like, I don't even want to confront this person. I'm like, I feel bad for, like I'm embarrassed to do it. Like, I'm embarrassed to embarrass them. My whole worry for that is just like, you want to make sure that you can continue doing what you're doing and it's that's your work right so you don't yeah. want to have somebody imitate it and then take it god knows where right my thing is that's that hard they, my thing is where are they where are they gonna go now i've been i've been on every blog that's covered that 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 has been covered so i actually want to see where that would go now because they tried to reach out to one of my friends who's actually a, a writer for a magazine not knowing that that magazine was the one of the first people to cover my work interesting and that person, I have her on Facebook and she's like, hey, listen, this person reached out to me. Like, do you know this person? And they're kind of doing the same thing as you. I'm like, they're not kind of doing it. Look at the first piece that was created. It was nine weeks ago. Mine was 2015. 
so obviously you know what's wrong she's like that's terrible like I should write something about that I'm like you definitely should I think you definitely should write something about that because it devalues it devalues like art in our community if we steal from each other oh it's completely unacceptable it's unacceptable it's like what like you're you're we're on the same team why would you cheapen the value of a piece that people look up to that that it cheapens everything that people get from me which in turn cheapens the value of whatever they're getting from that person like if you buy a painting from me i don't even think this person can paint so if you buy a painting from me and this person just runs this idea to the ground making these cheap two second illustrations that are just i mean they look bad um people are going to associate my work with that that's exactly what i mean the value of my work is going to go down that's exactly what the I value mean. of their work is going to go down nobody's going to want to see that shit anymore i think you should lawyer it up it's benefiting nobody i, I mean i considered lawyering it up but i'm like i mean at least I talk to one and see what the deal is i just can't i just want to believe in human kind and <laughs> the good of people i just want to believe that people are inherently you know going to come to their senses at some point and go listen this person built like you can you don't even need to yeah leave. but that would be from the logic like someone who has that logic wouldn't steal it in the first place that's what i'm saying <laughs> you know yeah you could just you don't even hear, have to hear this part you could literally just go on my page and scroll down to the to when i first got laid off like you can see from that day and every post from that day and the, the hustle that i put in to create this i don't think this person did that i think this person just looked at the funny ones and went oh i can do that too right i have microsoft paint i can do this too right so that's what's like uh, kind of frustrating yeah it's, it's weird to deal with right now yeah it is it's, it's a very i just think it's a totally there's just no integrity in it and i've dealt with it too i mean not to that point that's fucking insane mm-hmm. and i almost don't even want to know what that don't tell me what it is <laughs> don't tell me like the instagrams or whatever but i just i don't know i think it's you just got to be careful with that make sure you like figure out on your end what it is that you I mean, have rights point, to at least just so you know i don't think i could ever have rights to to work that i put out on the internet i think yeah, what's on the internet to, belongs yeah. on the internet yeah like, i think it's just gone now i think i mean and you're person, gonna grow and evolve and then look at this work because this of is course. what i mean because i know where there's more where that came from right like, i know <laughs> yeah like if i just block this person they like whatever i'm sure they can find other ways to look at my shit and copy it it's fine right but i know that i got i got me like i'm comfortable with with my own brain i've done many things like i've had i've had my ads stolen by agencies and not being given credit for it because i was just a contractor like i was junior and they gave credit to like a senior or somebody that would look better on paper right so th- this has been happening to me for like a long time and also and it's female, going to continue well also well also as a woman right like you can't we have trouble asking for a raise like a lot of us have, have trouble going to our boss and asking for a raise that was like the thing at wipp that we were discussing yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like the, the panel yeah so like imagine if somebody's just straight up stealing your work and the entire agency not just one person the entire agency is stealing your work you know like what are you gonna do you know you can't you feel so and if you're alone in it then then it's very hard to kind of seek help or seek guidance on as to what to do and you don't want to accuse anybody you don't want to embarrass anybody and you don't want to put yourself at the spotlight it's a very no no you can't you can't it's a difficult because then everybody looks at you like oh that's the angry brown chick yeah 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 yeah. that's absolutely yeah yeah yeah. looked upon as that yeah so it's you have a manager right i have a manager yeah so that's why yeah so i hired so i hired a manager to talk about money and talk about these things and deal with this whole issue of copyright but my whole thing is that 
if this person is going far now using what I have created, a platform that I have created, the least they can do is give credit to me. The least, that's the least. And if they don't do that, they're a piece of shit. I don't respect them. But if they give credit to me and they're doing their own thing, you can, you know what? Put food on your fucking table. If it means that you have to use my work to do it, do it. I don't care. Because I can always continue to do my own thing. I don't care about the money. I don't care about anything, really. I just care about being respected as an artist in our community. That's it. Yeah. Having arts as a way for other people to experience or to portray their experiences. And relate to it. And relate to it and create their own. Like, that's what's most important to me. So if this person is doing that, they I, I would love for them to give me credit. If they don't, whatever. But that's... I would let them. Like, I wouldn't even care. It's just a matter of respect. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because if I wanted money, I could be a, I could be a fucking doctor. I'd go back to school. Be an accountant. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways you can make money. There's not... Of course. Art is not the only way I can make money. Yeah. So, it's... That's but it's nice thing. to know that you can make money doing what you love, which is... Of course. You can make, you know? a, you can make a lot of money as an artist. Yeah. You just have to be consistent. You have to be, obviously, growing and... It's... And I don't know who said that, but it was like, you know, the money, money follows success. Yeah, totally. And again, if you're doing, if you're authentic and doing what you really love to do, that's what I mean. It's like, you haven't been doing this that long, right? It's been what, what a year you said? No. But you've actually been doing it. Right. Well, the same thing has been, yeah, yeah. There has been like my first illustration for the Lichtenstein uh, type work has been, yeah, since 2015, February that's and look like you can grow so quickly yeah just numbers wise even yeah in such a short period of time when you really follow what you want to do and i think Mm -hmm. that like for me it's so important to put out there that's why i've started everything that i'm doing now is because i know what it feels like to fucking hate your job or be in a job like in your in your case where you felt like you had to do it for somebody else your family or whatever it is it's all Mm. kind of in the same jumbled up fucking circles you know what i mean it's like even just like you know, being in a job because you feel like, oh, well, I have this is what I have to do because, you know, because of society. And I just like you're supposed to go to work and come home and blah, 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 blah. And I was I was miserable. So I just think in, in, in terms of that, like it's important to to just spread the message that you can do what you love and make money from it. And yeah. it won't even feel like you're working. Right? Yeah. Well, it's really hard for um, let's say you're working at like a corporate gig. Right. And, <clears throat> you know, you're making your salaries you know you're paying your bills you're doing just fine you can ask your boss for a raise maybe in december during the christmas party wait for your bonus and this and that like when you have security and stability like that and you've been told that that is your goal all your life it is very hard to break out of that like extremely hard yeah because in your mind you're like if i then i'm done go of this i have failed i am letting everybody else down i am doing this i won't know how to pay my bills this and that and it's like if you are privileged enough to you know like i would say i'm i'm fairly privileged in that i was able to get laid off and not worry about money for a little bit because i had saved but if you know and and if you are privileged enough to do that i say do it but it's very difficult like there's no way a person can justify going from let's say 50k a year or 45k or whatever even even 30k even if you're getting paid fucking nothing you can pay 30k a year to zero a year with the possibility of making some money nobody would take that chance that's a huge risk right you're like okay i'm paying i'm 
living this crazy lifestyle right now for me to start my own business for me to do all of this i would literally have to start from nothing meaning zero dollars zero cents nothing i can't go out with my friends i can't go out on weekends i can't you know i have to go visit my parents and like get tupperware full of food because i you know (laughs) like i gotta figure this shit out but that's how you start that's it there's no that's what i was gonna that's it you gotta it's it's like it's that or be fucking miserable or be fun yeah (laughs) work under some work under fucking jim and bob like go go talk to matthew near the water cooler every morning about his wife and kids and his weekend like do do that for the rest of your life if that's what you really want i'm sure I, i mean obviously i'm very biased there are obviously better scenarios working in the corporate world and it's i found it really like to be really fun and challenging I love advertising. I think it's, it's like the kind of like weird, like hustle that never stops, but in like a corporate world, it's like very, um, Mad Men, Wolf of Wall Street kind of. I've never been in that, so it sounds so like oh, it's, it's just it's so foreign to me. It's it's definitely very different, and it's very competitive. But I like I'm a very competitive person by nature. But I'm also like a little too nice with, you know, if uh, I don't know, like I feel like I'm I'm more suited for what I'm doing now than I was there because I, I realized that I got stressed out really easily. But then when I wasn't, I was addicted to the stress like I would want I would want it again because that's for me that was synonymous with success. So if you're stressing enough, if you're hustling enough, you know those like motivational quotes yes, on Instagram that it's like, totally. if you're not stressed, if you're not, you know, while everybody else is sleeping, I'm working. That's corny. It's whack. That is whack. <laughs> Do not exhaust yourself to make money that is that you're going to get anyways in two weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do not exhaust. That's like one of the mistakes I made when I was like in advertising. I stayed at the agency until midnight. Never do that. That is like the dumbest thing that they will tell you to do. If you if your company tells you to stay overtime without paying you overtime, don't fucking do it. And they say, oh, that's how you earn your chops. That's how that every intern does this. They do all the work for us, and that's how they earn our respect. And that's how you climb the ladder. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's <laughs> bullshit. If they put you overtime, ask for that money. That's just that's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Because if I put in overtime now, I'm billing my clients. If I do design work or illustration work for anybody. And I go maybe like if I use like five sheets of paper instead of four, I'm billing for that fifth sheet of paper. So are you grateful that you had all that experience? And because I'm sure it fucking helped you in what you're doing now, right? Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that I get to not wake up at like 730 to get ready for things. (laughs) Unless if it's like a actual like event or something like that. But yeah, I think I obviously going to school is very important. I say anybody that's like you know wants to go into or start their own business or whatever definitely take a course in advertising and definitely take a course in like marketing because there you cannot get anywhere without it interesting yeah so i should probably do that yeah or just like (laughs) or or hang out with somebody that goes uh that works in advertising just hang out with them have some coffee with them do like an informational ask them what their portfolio is like because that advertising can teach you a lot about consistency and that's the only thing that matters when it comes to promoting literally the only thing the only thing that matters when it comes to promoting things because this is the example that we were given in ad school it's like if you know why do people choose tide when there's like so many other brands of detergents or whatever um it's in your fucking face every time it's in your face every day so what what familiarity is 
is what's going to get people to buy things because they they're like oh um like i you know i could buy tide or i could buy you know this lemony whatever no name brand uh i'm gonna buy tide because i see it all the time i feel like i'm i i know it personally like it's from i'm familiar with this brand i feel like i've already bought this before like i see it so many times i feel like i've seen it in my cupboard or something i'm gonna definitely grab this now even though you've never bought tide ever in your life just because it's there so when people go like there's so many ads like on tv or whatever like it's it's not there so that you look at the ad and go oh i want to buy this now it's for the next time you go into the store and you see that product you go subconsciously it's sub all subconscious it's all subconscious it's just like starbucks exactly like if you're if they're in everybody's business all the time Mm -hmm. you're not going to forget them Right. And that's the same thing. I totally agree with you. It's just about consistency because I, I even in my own stuff, even in my own work, and I'm like, oh, if, I, if I'm not being consistent, you can see it immediately. Yeah. The, the, just like the change. Right. Yeah. It's really important. I think it's weird. It's weird with my it's I mean, I can't say about all ours. We're with my art, though, because I never paid for advertising. Mm-hmm. Like I never paid anybody to endorse my stuff. I never really did any of that. It was all. 100 percent organic people just tagging their friends and making jokes just because it was just me doing all of it like it was it's just you're talking to me when you comment on a on anything in my instagram you're talking to me like i'll look at it i'll, I'll see it 100 percent. like it's you know a lot of people think that it's like run by somebody else or like there's multiple people running hate copy it's literally just me and it's like yeah, I think it works differently with art. But when it comes to merchandising and things like that, like the like the hate copy store. But you're still super consistent regardless. Yeah. It's of just, how it began. Like it, it can be organic, but you still have to keep it up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For people to still care about it. Oh, yeah. Well, because because people are like used to a voice that I'm used to talking to in a certain voice that I'm comfortable in. So I, I'm, I'm cool with being consistent because it's just you're talking to hate copy. You're talking to me. So like. I'm not going like, to... I love that you call de- yourself hate copy. I, I'm not going to develop an accent over time, right? <laughs> I'm not going to have like a British accent the next day. I'm going to I'm gonna talk like this the entire time. So, yeah. It, yeah, that's the thing. Like, hate copy is me. I'm hate copy. I just didn't have enough time to change the name. <laughs> Sometimes people call me hate copy. It's cool, though. It's like Banksy. Yeah, like I love alias. it. I love it. I think it's so good. What does your family think about what you're doing now? Is it finally like... Who is it? Who's harder, your mom or your dad? Or is it just equally? I would say it doesn't... I haven't really asked for their feelings on anything, really. Like, I don't really ask them how they feel about it. Hmm. I kind of just want them to accept it. Yeah. Um, Which I think a lot of people should start... A lot of brown girls and young brown boys should start doing. Like, we should start taking ownership of our lives when we want to. And stop asking for approval about things that we are sure about. Like, obviously, when you're a kid, you you have to seek your parents' guidance. You have to be like... But when you're like a 25-year-old, like, adult person that is living on their own, paying their own bills, like, paying for their own meals, like, doing everything. Like, I pay for everything in my life. Like, I I basically am a very, very independent person. Now I'm running my own business. For me to... Obviously, I would ask my parents how they feel about it. But it's only to get their thoughts on something or just to kind of know if they're cool, like if they're, you know, if they're not stressing about it or whatever because right. there's nothing to stress about. 
but I generally don't ask them how they feel about my work because it doesn't really concern I'm not really talking to them interesting I'm talking to like people like me mm-hmm. I'm talking to like the you know like the people that kind of grew up here kind of were forced into this situation kind of deal so I'm sure they're I'm sure they're like do so they ever adapting. see any of your work and they're like god damn what the fuck they're adapting to it there was a series that I did before the Lichtenstein like I used to draw um, like I used to doodle at work and it was a bunch of girls that now when you look back you would think oh I'm just drawing myself maybe I was I don't know it was a bunch of girls with their hair like covering up their face so it's kind of like an anonymous like no face kind of character and they would have like henna and they would just be like in these weird like positions and you know they're like dressed a little bit like they're actually dressed like Instagram thoughties. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> to me, I was like, oh, they're just dressed like Instagram thoughts. But my parents, like my mom walked in, I was making prints of them one day. And my mom was like, you're always drawing naked women. Why is that? Why are you drawing naked girls? Why can't you put clothes on them? Make them look nice. Why? Where's the face? You know, like all these things. And I was like, okay, now I don't need to ask you ever again about what you think about my artwork. Because it is just not, this is the kind of feedback I'm going to get. You right, know? right. And I'm, I'm Quite frankly, like, like you said, it's just not who you're speaking to. I'm, I'm sick of it. Like, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. Like, got I can't it. <laughs> just a, shut the a, door on that. Yeah, there's a point where I just got to go, nah, I can't do this. Like, it's adorable. You're cute, mom, but I'm I'm done. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's like you always, you know, most people want to, you know, bring their work to their parent and be accepted. It's yeah. interesting that you're like, and I don't even want to tell you. Well, it goes back to what we were talking about before, right? Like, it's right. Like, totally. Like keep everybody keeps telling you what to be it's like so you're like i don't give a shit like, i don't give a shit anymore yeah, yeah. i just do what i want to do yeah i'm done so you could have a better future and now you're gonna be an artist and illustrator like all this talk and i understand that mm-hmm. i totally understand why they would feel it's that like way. you can't even blame them you know you can't blame them no. because they worked so hard to you know come here and save up their money and in back there like back home in india and like pakistan or bangladesh like being an artist is like a luxury it's like a privilege like only like rich kids would probably go into the arts i'm assuming i don't know but definitely like here it's an option as i said you could be an illustrator you could be an art director you could be a designer like it's a real thing it's a real thing Mm -hmm. and it's a very profitable thing and it's a very rewarding and fruitful thing it's competitive but it's healthy like it's it's just another job that you could do and they just did not have the concept of that they don't did not understand that even when i worked in advertising they would be like oh my daughter's in marketing because advertising is such a it's it sounds like a very like north american like abroad thing like gotcha. it's not, obviously there's advertising agencies in india like leo burnett ogilvy like they're all there but it's just a very like it goes under the guise of like marketing or the, things that sound smart but actually it's just a bunch of adults with like a bunch of crayons just going okay what's funny what's cool let's put this on tv like the, we, like advertising like agencies made a guy like what the red bull jump the guy like jumped off a spacecraft into the earth right yeah, yeah yeah i do remember that I like, do that's remember that's that. advertising like that's just that's just what they do like the old spice guy yeah all of these things like that's just he's that hot was, oh i love him oh he's so hot I like the I like the other guy from Everybody Hates Chris. What's his name? Who's that? Oh my god, the guy. I'm so bad with the names. Oh, so he's bad. He's the one that yells. I can't fucking his remember. His name starts with a T. We should Google it. Oh my god, old spice guy. Anyway, 
Yeah. Old Spice guy's out of control. Huh? He was the dad from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's... So that was why I went into advertising because I was like, okay, it's creative, but like it... Sounds, you were always trying to get there. It sounds smart <laughs> so I can like get in there. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, parents, parents are crazy. But yeah, no, my brother decided to just go into the sciences because I guess... I guess, I mean, I don't know if I can speak on this, but I guess he kind of felt like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should. He felt the same way as I did probably where I was like, okay, well, maybe I should go into something that's corporate and I should try this. And he end, I think he genuinely ended up liking the sciences and he obviously, he did all that schooling and is now almost done to be, you know, a, a doctor. So I think, I think he likes it. So that's I just cool. think it's Different. so, in- I just think your story is so interesting. It's just such a, just to be a woman in your culture and push back on it that much and now you're an artist like yeah like you know it's really interesting yeah it may not be to you because it's yourself and you're like oh whatever this is my life but it is really interesting reading about all this stuff that you've gone through and you know that's just it's intense but you're still doing it and sticking to it which is the most important part yeah i just find it liberating like i just feel like i don't have to hide anything anymore right and that was like the one thing that was just so destructive and a lot of a lot of girls that I know go through this where they just hide these things like in our culture like they would hide these things from their parents and like not tell them about like you know what they really want to do like I'm sure the girl the girl that's stealing my work like this person <laughs> uh, let's go back to that because like I ain't their, done with this shit <laughs> in their no in their bio it says they want to be like a doctor or some shit like that but they're drawing on the internet I'm like I wonder what your family would think if they found out that you wanted to be an artist you know like I, I wonder because it's you know it's just such a it's such a burden i mean in a really weird fucked up way you're inspiring this person as well right they're totally stealing from you which is garbage yeah but you are inspiring other women to do what they want really in a weird twisted way you know what i mean yeah so in a way i'm basically just getting everybody else to validate (laughs) <laughs> me so i can show my parents hey, listen, everybody else is being an artist too now so i'm not you don't have to be mad at me now right but this is all just to, this is all just to get back at my parents guys this whole isn't career, it always <laughs> it's always that it's always that it's always that like yeah. anytime you speak to somebody it's like just want to say fuck you mom <laughs> well no That's, oh god no god, no I didn't, I didn't say that she said that mom um, i said it i said it yeah so i saw on your instagram you had well, I don't know. Explain it to me because I didn't, I, I just glanced at it, but you did some, or Mindy Lahiri is having some of your work in, in her show, is it? Mindy Kaling. Mindy Lahiri is the name of her character on the show. Yes, yes. yes. Well, that's how I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. She's great. What's her last name? Oh, man. Mindy Kaling. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. And I internally scream now. Before it was an external scream, like an audible, just a scream every time somebody mentioned her name. I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah, I but love her. But now I've like kind of, calm down um yeah it's amazing it's amazing her like show I, I streamed it and watched it i think i don't know how many seasons there were i think it's season five now but i was i remember i was in sick in bed for like two weeks really really i had vertigo and i was like couldn't get what? up it was fucked and i that was one show got me through my sickness as i watched it every fucking day like just didn't stop i thought it was so brilliant she's so smart you should prescribe that to anybody else that's going through those symptoms seriously yeah you want to get better just mindy project mindy project that's the name i always forget yeah i i love that show i love any like i love anything that she that she works i'm not just saying that because she like endorsed my work but like really the office and like the mini project obviously like her books like i think the 
the voice like what I when I say about being yourself and being transparent and being true to your own personality I think she nails that right on the head and I think that's why it kind of works so well is because we speak the same like we speak on the same like level like we right. speak the same level. obviously she's a, I mean amazing writer right she's hilarious and doesn't even like I don't even know I'm how. so in awe of writers yeah I'm like what like how did I don't know it's just like it's crazy to me yeah like I think I'm I'm hilarious but I don't think if it translates on paper like I think I don't know I think it's a certain skill to to communicate definitely but it's also a skill to write like you talk and not sound like stupid and actually make it read well right i was gonna say read good <laughs> see make it read good <laughs> i don't know i think uh, yeah so th- it's definitely so you have so she's so she's having one of your pieces featured in the show is it yeah so she called oh sorry she uh she well her team reached out to myself and Bapu who were in london at the time for our second exhibit called love shove and we were just wrapping up um how did that go exhibit. it was yeah. I have never seen that many brown people in an art gallery in my life. Cool. It was great. I sold out, sold all my work. <gasps> Amazing. I have no paintings. I'm done, guys. This is it. I'm over. Uh, <laughs> zero paintings left. I have to I have to paint more. I just sold them out in like three days. That's so fucking cool. It was like they were waiting. They're like, were you Come like here? So but I can, can you? A- okay, so you're selling out all these things and all yeah. the this celebrity and like all these things are happening. Like, could, did you ever imagine any of it? uh no i mean i never i, I didn't even see any of this coming like, that's what i mean like, i didn't even i didn't even know i was gonna like i still when i call myself an artist i'm still like shocked that i can do that now like actually do that like i like for me like imagine wanting to be this one thing for like all your life and then in a span of like what a year or two being able to just be that it's crazy to me like i still when i say how high i'm an artist i still feel a little bit of like my mom like yelling at me in my head like no artist not being an artist right like in my head that like i still don't know if i'm like truly an artist or not you feel like a fraud i feel yeah i feel like <laughs> why is this like you know but i also feel like i should be doing like i should be doing this and i should continue doing this. totally like, it's like I have so much other stuff to do. Like I want, like I feel like I have so much work to be done. So what what happens is cool, but I want. Well, you're nowhere near that. where you want to like all the. Things I don't that even you know put, where yeah. I want to go. I just all I know is that I want to make like my goal right now is to make a painting like this big, like the huge. I want to work on bigger, better paintings. I want to work on, you know, work with different mediums. I want to explore different topics and travel the world oh my god being an artist is fucking lit <laughs> it's insane there's the possibilities are endless you can do anything when did you so you were in london how many pieces did you sell i sold i brought like i think in total we brought like 12 maybe it was like six seven 13 i think i sold like about seven pieces wow and one That's like so good yeah it was insane there were people that were coming in and buying like buying it in pairs but so, also made it like a little bit um like i made i made them affordable yeah like i don't i don't price my paintings out of like unless i don't want to sell a painting i will price it at like if i don't want to sell a painting i'd price it at like 10k or something like that yeah for like a for like a small piece but i i think i i price them pretty 
pretty affordable. So right Mindy's now. peeps reached out to you when you were there. We were there. We were wrapping up the show. Uh, we were actually literally wrapping up the paintings that we didn't sell to <laughs> to mail them back to ship them back to Canada, um, and we got an email, and it was from Mindy's like I think the like the set of the mini project. And they're like, oh, Mindy has requested that um, we get you know certain pieces from your from your store. Did you vomit in the? Ah, uh, I I almost I almost like started crying. I think I did start crying. I don't know. I almost started crying when she first followed me on Instagram. That's when I actually lost my shit. I was like, wow, queen. She knows I exist. Yes, mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was fangirling hard. I was like on the floor, just like running around the apartment and just sitting on the floor, just like screaming. You know, when you were a kid and you used to roll down the hill. Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, oh my God. Uh, that gif of Jonah Hill when he's like screaming yes. that, that was me or like Kermit when he's like waving but when when Mindy's like when they reached out they were like yeah she wants uh, she wants a few pieces I was like oh shit yes like yes like what do you want let me give it to you so and they're like oh it's okay we already ordered it from your store just wanted to know if it was okay if we put it on set I'm like you ordered it from the store like why did you tell me I don't don't pay like why are you paying like that's like that's like my inner auntie just like going out like, I'm like yeah, yeah, don't yeah, pay yeah. for things that I could give to you for free so I like went into the back end of like my Shopify and like they had already paid so I was like fuck like what could I do so I just added more posters and free shit in there and I was like oh whatever like I'm just gonna give you more free things because I can't believe you guys just went and bought like I felt offended I was like offended I was like why would you do this <laughs> so the next time they were like okay well like she wants another piece but like for her home and I was like okay calm down on your credit cards like i will give this to you it is on me don't worry because like when you're like i like when you really look up to somebody like when i really look up to somebody anyways or when i keep somebody in like high regard or i see them as like somebody who's an inspiration or somebody that i really look up to she's fucking hilarious i would give the shit for free yeah totally i would design shit for free i don't even need to charge them because like the value that they provide to me is so much greater than like a, a check that they could write me like you know or like an e-transfer because it's 2016 but like <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so much more like i would never charge somebody for, like that no way yeah. if it was like a celebrity that i did i love how i love how conceited she is on her show like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, i'm what's her what's her man's name on the show danny danny i think they, they broke up though did they mm-hmm. mm. am i missing pieces oh my god did i not okay no, it's fine. I don't care. Okay. I'll still go watch it. Yeah, yeah, I've rewatched the entire thing again. Yeah. Maybe I missed the last season. We don't have Hulu, so. Yeah, maybe that's what it I is. I think we're missing. Bubba and I were talking about this the other day, too. Like, we, um, I think the, I think Netflix doesn't have all the seasons on there. Oh, maybe that's so why to, like, I got go cut off. You know what? You're right. Stream. I did. I, I did miss it. Yeah. Did you get to meet her, though? No. She's, I think she lives in L.A. So if I have an exhibit in LA, I have cousins in LA that I could go visit. I casually just stole by and be like, hey, listen. So you have your book coming. Yes. In April. In April. What else? I have. I'm not, I like, I hate the like, where do you see yourself in however many years question. I just like. Oh my God. In five years, I want children. (laughs) (laughs) You're like in five months. Five months. Give me babies right now. Can I have babies in like one month? So. We'll, we'll, we'll leave off on like, what would be, 
I mean, it's the corniest question, but it really is a valid question. What would be your advice to girls, brown girls, white girls, whoever, girls in general, on like taking their scenario and their circumstances and creating what they really want to do or elevating what they're doing already? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, I would say what I did. I mean, I don't know if this is any advice, but what I did was I tried fighting for what I wanted. It didn't work. Um, I tried being honest about what I wanted to my elders and people that controlled. Um, you know, they all find always find ways to like guilt you into doing what they want. So I tried being honest. You know, guys, uh, I really want to be an artist. You know, like I really, you know, this is like I I really feel passionate about it. No, didn't work. Um, I found a loophole that worked um, but it was basically doing what you want and not worrying about seeking approval in the beginning because no, everybody's a skeptic nobody likes to believe like it sounds so dark it's the truth it sounds dark, but nobody wants to support you in the beginning. And then once they see you succeeding, they go, oh, now on. I want to you know, jump on it's the It's like the rapper thing, right? It is a rapper thing. <laughs> no, but it is it is valid, though. Honestly, it is valid because if you if they can't see, you know, they, they want to see they want to get that return on investment, right? If they invest their time and money or like their effort into into you, then. But that goes for even the people that are not investing anything. Like, it could just be people in your life. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That are like, you know, stay with the stable. Yeah, at least come to an exhibit or something. Like, show face or whatever, you know? Like, if you have an empty basement, let me put some paintings in there and, like, invite some people, like, for a night. It costs nothing to any of us. It's just your basement, right? So, like, I had to do a bunch of basement shows. That's a thing that I did. Like, the paintings that are, like, that I have have all been elbowed by some drunk idiot or like been backed up with a backpack like but i think what you're pointing to is the main thing it's just like you have to do the work you have to do the work you don't have to always tell everybody about you know like everybody meaning like you know if your family's obviously going to disapprove and obviously going to go out of their way to make you stop maybe the best thing to do is to not tell them at first get them to ease into it but do like definitely grow your skills in the thing that you want to do so let's say you want to make soaps or like you know you really want to make soaps that's your talent you've just discovered girl you're like amazing at making soaps (laughs) but you're going your family wants you to go to school for accounting how the fuck are you gonna get out of there well i would say you know go you know go to school whatever get a part-time job at a soap making thing like lush or whatever start an etsy use like you know, use whatever things you have to kind of use social media. Like, I think and, like, tra- and whatever you have to transition. You know what I mean? Like I had to like bartend and do those fucking jobs I hated for years in order to get what I actually wanted to do on, off the ground and stable. Yeah, but like, you have to forget. really be hungry for it. Exactly. But never forget that if that is what you really want, if entrepreneurship, if, if you want to start your own business, you have to have to have to start off with zero dollars and zero cents that's it you have to start off with nothing like maybe obviously not zero dollars and zero cents but like your business has to start off with that right like it has to start off with something you can't be your own customer right it has to start off with nothing Mm -hmm. and 
once people start working at these multiple jobs they forget that that is that is what you have to eventually go down to so like let's say you really do want to make soaps and you're in accounting and now you're getting a raise next year like or in the next couple months don't forget that if you really want to make the soap thing work and it's working for you, you gotta right sacrifice now, gotta sacrifice gotta sacrifice because you can only be as good as you allow yourself to be if you're going to depend on somebody else for that paycheck and you still want to be an entrepreneur it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen magically like it's you have to put in that work yeah um that doesn't that does not mean sleepless nights that does not mean exhausting yourself going into depression does not mean that not taking care of your mental health because that is very very important um being like you know not taking care of your mental health and doing all these things to yourself um going out partying and things like like drinking a lot and doing like using all these vices to get over the hustle or the idea of hustle is very destructive and it can actually distract you from what you need to do you can't go to a meeting next day thank you for saying that because it's yeah it's so cool to like always be working now yeah. or like all i do is work and it's just so like that's just the, the, the cool thing do yeah. you know what i mean and i've done that i've done it where i'm like got sick and i was like the whole thing yeah yeah I just r- ran myself into the ground yeah it is not cool to show up to a meeting like 15 minutes late wearing sunglasses going sorry guys i was partying last night and having everybody just kind of nervously laugh around you like it's not cool it's a bad look and chances are you probably won't get a second meeting booked with the same people because they're you know it's just it's cool to be a creative but you have to learn how to be professional you have to learn how to be professional if you're going to put on all those different hats you can't always you can't put on your fucking marketing hat on top of your artist hat or your creative hat or your soap hat or whatever it is yeah you have to switch take it off at some point you gotta gotta be normal yeah you gotta you gotta be i think that's the problem that a lot of artists have right Mm -hmm. because i'm sure that there's accept me as who i am man nah like if you have to sit in a fucking meeting room with billy bob who's 93 years old and doesn't know who the fuck you are all he knows that he's got the money and you know you have the influence and you're doing a partnership of course you know you have the creative control but there's a game to be played in order to get that out to people like i do not endorse like I will, you will never see like an ad ad in my, my, like even when I did a thing with HP that was like, you know, a paid promotion with a brand. I was like, I'm not going to sell you a printer. Like I straight up told him that I'm not going to sell you. I'm not going to be like this. Well, you want to pick brand printer. partnerships where you can also be authentic to who you are. And you your have brand. to be, you can, there is definitely a way to be who you are. And get shmoney. And get that shmoney, <laughs> honey, but you have to be in in the right mental state and you cannot always be too cool for school and act every like expect everybody to hop on board because you need those credentials yeah to back it up you need that you need that uh you need to be in that meeting room or that whatever to book it nobody will take you seriously if you're like just drowning in self-loathing and destructive stuff people can sense that yeah and nobody wants that nobody wants that drama yeah no it's, i'm just thinking about it because i'm like i know so many artists that i'm like you're way better than a lot of people i know but those people that can be professional and be an artist or whatever it is or mm-hmm. creative yeah are the ones that are going to win 
you have to you have to have both i think you have to be able to be a professional and also deliver whatever it is well you're just gonna i mean right? you can you can, obviously you can get to where you want as an artist like regardless because the art is what matters at the end of the day but you're just gonna have to hustle a lot harder than somebody who just didn't decide to go out and get sloshed that night you know at a, at a gallery opening like or whatever it is i think well this is a lot of young artists i don't know about older artists i have no idea but i'm just saying about like younger people like people that are my age like there's a lot of that kind of stuff like i realized as soon as there i was in a bunch of events or like as soon as my i guess my my brand was like a little bit more recognized um in the city that i was just invited to all these things and i, I realized that i was going out every night to this gallery opening to this like um party that's like what an open bar and things like that like there's like a like a gala or like a panel or whatever like there's always some event that was happening every single night and i realized that i was just going out every night instead of staying in and actually painting or doing work because i felt that i was obligated to do that and things like that like instead of taking the time to actually work and take day meetings i was like going to meetings during the day and then going out to these events at night to show face going back into those meetings in the day and it just became very exhausting to me mentally and physically and i was like this isn't and then i just started not even responding to the rsvps i was like like i will like i will go to balance it it's just to balance like keep it keep it on the weekends that's it like like even if you're not working nine to five everybody else work everybody else that you're going to be working with works a nine to five so you i have to follow their schedule a little bit but you can't yeah you definitely can't exhaust yourself and that whole idea of like hustling until you're exhausted is not romantic or cute no i've done it i look like shit felt like shit everything was <laughs> yeah shit. your skin suffers <laughs> yeah skin suffers. <laughs> exactly well thank you for coming on where can they find you on socials hate copy instagram Everywhere. twitter do you snapchat facebook snapchat everything do you love snapchat i've started to love snapchat yeah because i i found a filter that i really like which is the pretty girl filter oh with the uh, stuff on your head no not with the stuff on the, the the weird like sepia tone oh yeah it's just like it's just the pretty girl filter <laughs> got it <laughs> and i have like the you know how rihanna holds the phone like underneath a little bit yeah not like fully the myspace angle but like the opposite of the myspace angle that's my angle that's what i always do that's it i think that's like how you get the best use of that snapchat filter oh you okay i'll try that below eye level <laughs> i'll try that <laughs> Anyways, you can thank you so much for listening, guys. And you can follow us at Whip Toronto on all social media as well. Peace. Thank you for coming. Bye. Bye.